From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Salerson. How goes it? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson, and alongside me, of course, it's a Wesley Wednesday. David Wesley joins me uh, today. David, uh, welcome back. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Man, I I you know I'm glad I could be back. Glad I could be back in the studio with you, hanging out and talking uh, sports of all kind. You know, I think it gets a little lonely in here for me. So whenever I have someone in studio with me, it's kind of nice. So I, I appreciate imagine. the company. I mean, it, it's a smaller studio, and you're in here by yourself. You know, like a mad scientist. Yeah. You know, producing everything. So. There's no windows. I don't see the sun for a no. lot of the day either. So There are no windows. There are no windows in here. So, of course, David on a Wesley Wednesday is here to talk a little bit about the NBA Finals. We have Sean Devaney, NBA writer for the Sporting News. He'll come on in a little bit, and David, I will ask him about the NBA Finals, which starts tomorrow, Spurs and Heat, 8 Central on ABC. Before we talk with David, a little house cleaning for you. The Saints have signed center Jonathan Goodwin and defensive lineman Brandon Diedrich to one-year contracts. The club also waived Mike Golick Jr. and linebacker Spencer Hadley. Uh, that was announced yesterday by uh, Executive Vice President General Manager Mickey Loomis. As you all know, Goodwin was here from 2006 to 2010, serving as the starting center. Spent the last three years in the, with the 49ers. And uh, during his time with the Saints, he was a Pro Bowler in 09. And, of course, that included a Super Bowl championship for him. Also tonight, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals. A little hockey. The L.A. Kings take on the New York Rangers, East Coast, West Coast. David, uh, have you been watching any of the Stanley Cup Finals? I've, I've been keeping up. I've been watching some of the reports of it. And, I, you know, I know uh, it should be a very good Stanley Cup. Me and, and some of the guys go when we go to different cities, go to a few hockey games. Yeah. So I have an idea. So the Kings won three game sevens on the road to get the Stanley Cup Finals. Can you ever imagine, I don't know if you've ever played game sevens, three of them, but yet on the road, just surviving, that's got to be pretty awesome. <laughs> well, they're, yeah, they're 7-0 and oh in elimination games in the playoffs this year. So, I mean, I'm sure they don't want the game seven or right. the, uh, the final game on 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 the road, but they're certainly not scared of it. Do you have a rooting interest in this, or are you just going to enjoy a, a good Stanley Cup? Yeah, just I'm just going to watch. I, I don't have a, a real big interest. I, I guess I like to see the Kings. I, they seem like they're the hot team right now. Yeah, very uh, very good stuff tonight. L.A. Kings, New York Rangers, seven ten Central on NBC. And, of course, as we mentioned, NBA Finals start tomorrow. Finally, it's been weird with no basketball the last few days. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of boring, but, uh, you know, it's nice to see a, a rematch of last year's Finals and a little payback for uh, San Antonio. And uh, if I uh, do recall, you were in the NBA Finals uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron and them. Um, I want to ask you about the anticipation before the final start. I don't know how what was the time span between your Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, but what was that those few days like leading up to Game One? It, it's it's uh, it's really kind of just business as usual, as much as you can make it. But uh, you know, I remember the the atmosphere of of the finals coming up and. Uh, media day was 
you know, national media. So everybody, I mean, everybody that you've seen on TV reporting on whatever football bag, whatever, they're all there. And, uh, you know, a ton of people asking questions and uh, it's it's a great feeling to be in that position. Now, what, what about prep that goes into as far as practices, more film? Is there Are the practices a little lighter because you're trying to get these guys rest, or do you go a little harder because, I mean, this is championship on the line here. What's the practices like as far as NBA Finals standpoint? It's not tough. It's, it's more um, strategy-type stuff, watching film, uh, going over different things uh, you, you're looking at. And, of course, somebody's been – um, breaking down film, breaking down what they do, how are they scoring, how are they defending uh, way before now. So when you get to this point, uh, they have a ton of film on both teams, either like Miami has it on San Antonio and the Thunder. So um, just going over what you what your plan of attack is and, and see what works. But it's really fairly light. You just kind of go over those things and get ready to battle. What about nerves? Do you did you get the feeling that a lot of the guys were a little nervous heading into the finals or is it more, let's get this stuff going. I'm ready to play. I think it's more anxiousness, you know, that anxious nerves that you, that you feel, you can't wait to get it going. You're thinking, wow, here we are in the finals. And, uh, and then once you hit the floor, it's, it's, it's like any other game. There are moments where your nerves might be really big. And then there, there are times when, you know, it's just a regular basketball game. That's David Wesley. He will be here all day long, I guess all morning long. We're not here all day. It's a 30-minute <laughs> podcast, but he'll be here talking more NBA Finals. We'll get his take on the Heat versus Spurs, but coming up next, uh, Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Sporting News, joins us on the Black and Blue Report. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem. A complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center as the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is, I just saw your test results and they look great. No problems. Leading edge care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Guess what day it is. Hump day! 
Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Daniel Salerson, David Wesley here, and now turning our attention back to the NBA Finals. And joining us now is NBA writer for the Sporting News, Sean Devaney. Sean, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Daniel. Now, Sean, what do you make of the Spurs making their second straight finals appearance? Last year, a lot of people said their window to win a championship was closing or has closed, especially since they were so close to beating Miami last year. Now they're four games away from winning another championship. Are you somewhat surprised that they are back in the finals, or is this something that you kind of expected just the way this team has played? Well, I mean, they've we've been closing the championship window on the Spurs since about 2007, so uh, I guess you really can't be surprised at this point uh, to see them back here. Uh, you know, it's it's really a testament to uh, to, to Greg Popovich and R.C. Buford, uh, not only in the way that they approach uh, their three-star players, Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan, uh, but also with the guys they put around them. You know, the role players that uh, that they've managed to find uh, who have helped sustain this thing. Uh, you know, whether it's a, a potential star like Kawhi Leonard uh, or a guy who's who's sort of been cast off by other teams like like a Boris Diaw or a Danny Green. Uh, you know, you really have to give those guys credit, not only for managing the minutes and managing the playing time of their stars, but, but what they've done to uh, to fill in the spaces around those guys. Uh, it, reports say that Tony Parker, uh, with his ankle, will be get ready for game one. Do you think that the, the Spurs can win this series without 100% uh, Tony Parker? No, I mean, they definitely need 100%. You go back and look at the games uh, uh, last year when when we were in this situation, Miami and San Antonio. Uh, when Tony Parker played well, that's that's when San Antonio had, had its best chance to uh, to win those games. Uh, you know, the, the, the Mario Chalmers-Tony Mar- Tony Parker uh, matchup is one that uh, uh, the Spurs not only need to win, but they need to win it pretty handily uh, in order to win this thing. And uh, uh, if he's not 100%, uh, then, then, then that's going to be a real problem. You do like, I, 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 again, you know, the Spurs, what they've done with their backups. Uh, you know, Patty Mills is, is a guy they've brought along sort of slowly, but uh, uh, he's really kind of come into his own. So, uh, you know, I think that they can handle, uh, you know, maybe limiting Tony Parker's minutes a little bit, uh, but certainly when he's on the floor, he's got to be really, really good. Well, you know, I've, 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 uh, I'm picking San Antonio to win this series. Uh, I think they're a lot deeper. Would you agree that, that, this team is playing much more like a team and have more to go to in their bench than the Miami Heat? Yeah, I do think that, uh, that they, when we saw this in the last round, that Eric Spolster's options are limited. You know, when you look at that power forward position, you know, you can have Shane Battier in there or, or Richard Lewis. Uh, you know, those aren't great options at this point in, in, the, in the careers of those guys. So, uh, you know, when you look at what, uh, uh, what Spolster has available to him compared to the options uh, that Greg Popovich has, uh, there's no question that the depth uh, that is there uh, is, is in favor of the Spurs. And also, I, I would think that, uh, you know, Popovich's familiarity with these guys. And, and you know, he's, he does a really great job throughout the course of the season and putting, putting guys in different positions so when we get to this time of year, he knows what he can get out of who. And, and uh, uh, you know, if you see Matt Bonner, 
uh, like, like we did in the last round, uh, coming in and, 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 and appearing in the starting lineup, you know, that's the kind of thing that, uh, uh, that, that the Spurs have available to them that, that really, when you look at the Heat, they just don't. Talking with Sean Devaney, NBA writer for the Sporting News. Now, yesterday you wrote an article on Dwayne Wade, his training regimen, how it's different from last year to this year, and his playoff numbers are up because of it. What is it about his training now that in his rest, in his preparation, that's making him more productive this season, especially in the playoffs? You know, I mean, this is this is what Tim Grover has done, uh, and, and he's the trainer out of Chicago, uh, and he's been doing this since, uh, uh, you know, 1989 with Michael Jordan uh, and kind of went from that to uh, uh, to Kobe Bryant and certainly in 2009 when the Lakers won that championship and, uh, and uh, uh, in 2010 as well. Uh, Kobe's work with Tim Grover was was one of the key key reasons for that, and and we're seeing it again with Dwayne Wade. You know, I mean, for him to be up around 19 points a game, uh, you know, after after averaging about 16 last year, shooting's at about 52 percent. That's up from uh, 46 percent last year. So you know, everything is has just been better for Dwayne Wade. It's been a season long process. They they came in saying we're going to rest him on certain days, uh, and and certainly that cost them some games uh, during the regular season. But the reason that they were doing this is that so he'd be ready uh, at this time of year, and, and it certainly looks like uh, uh, he is. He's playing much better than in, in the postseason than he has uh, in the last few seasons. All right, let's, let's talk a little bit about LeBron James, the best player on the planet. Do you think he can get it done without, a, uh, w- without Dwayne Wade, without a 100% Dwayne Wade? No, I mean, I think he needs 100% Dwayne Wade. He probably needs a much better Chris Bosh. Uh, than what we've seen, you know, the the, the capability that Bosch has of, of spreading the floor. That's something that, uh, uh, that that can really work against the San Antonio defense, which loves to uh, clog the paint there. Uh, but, you know, LeBron, he, he's going to have to make adjustments quickly to what the Spurs did. If you could go back to last year, first three games of that series, LeBron was shooting under 40%. Uh, it wasn't until after he started to figure it out, you know, as they're going under the screens, okay, how do you react to that? Uh, you know, how do you get a good look? Uh, and, and also going down into the post. I think those are, are some of the real keys for him. I think he'll watch a lot of tape, uh, and he'll go back to that series and, and really try to make the adjustments uh, that, that, that took him three games to make last time, try to make them much more quickly. Uh, I don't think they can afford to get behind, uh, you know, two to one or something like that. Uh, I think that, uh, that, that, that this is a series where uh, if, if whoever is going to seize the momentum early is probably going to win this thing. Well, I was watching something the other day, something that said LeBron James shoots better guarded. And which which they they were talking about how San Antonio almost backed away from him. Do you think they'll use that same type of strategy, thinking he doesn't shoot as well open as he does guarded? Yeah, I mean that's 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 exactly what the Spurs were doing uh, last year. Is you know going under the screens and and basically allowing him. Uh, you know that split second to, uh, to to shoot jumpers, and uh, he is much better. You know, contested, sort of fading away a little bit. I mean, that's 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 been his mo, uh, and and that's why I say that that look, if those shots aren't there, he's got to recognize that early and get himself down in the post. He, he's become a very effective post player, uh, and if he needs that contact in order to uh, to, to, to sort of set himself right before he shoots, uh, then, then going into the post, I think, is a real key for him because uh, I don't think that uh, uh, you know even Kawhi. Leonard is as good as he is. I don't think uh, he can stop them one-on-one in the post. And, and if you start sending double teams and you're, you're scrambling their defense, I, I just really think that's a real key for him. He's got to recognize it early, though. If, if, that, if that mid-range jumper isn't there, uh, you know, he can't try to live and die by it. 
Now, for most people, this might not be a huge storyline, but for the first time in more than 30 years, the NBA Finals format will be 2-2-1-1-1 instead of the traditional 2-3-2. Now, some people do think it's a big deal. Others don't think it's that big of a factor. Is it a big deal in your opinion? Uh, you know, it's it's more frequent flyer miles for us in the media, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, you know, I do think uh, uh, it, it's always been strange that, 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 uh, uh, that the league did it that way. I think it really is. Uh, a disadvantage for the team with the three games in the middle uh, puts a lot of pressure on you to win all three of those games, uh, and, uh, and that, that's that's of course difficult to do at this stage. Uh, you know, you're obviously going to be playing a great team on the other side, uh, so to ask to ask anyone to win three games in a row is is pretty difficult. So yeah, you know, I do think that this is something that uh, uh, that that favors the lower seed in this case, the Heat, uh, because uh, you, you know you do have sort of more the traditional uh, uh, the, the traditional playoff match of the format that we're all used to and the, that the players are used to. Uh, so I think that uh, uh, it's a long time coming for the league. I don't know why it took them so long uh, to finally do this, but I think it's, it's probably the best way to go. Now, before I let you go, do you have a prediction for the finals? And if you don't want to give a prediction, maybe a key for each team to winning it all? Yeah, you know, I, I would say the Spurs. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, Tony Parker's ankle is a, is a big thing to watch, and, and Dwayne Wade's health, as we talked about, that's that's another thing to watch. Uh, but, I, you know, as we said, I, I just think that the Spurs have uh, have too many options available to them. Um, I think that what happened to them last year is still very much with them. I think they have a chip on their shoulder about it. Uh, I think they know that, that this could be the last year for Tim Duncan and that, that he would like to go out on top. Uh, so I think you, you put all that together. Uh, I think there's certainly an emotional surge there for, uh, for the Spurs as well as uh, just having the, uh, uh, the depth uh, to really handle what Miami has. We're almost there. Game one tomorrow between the Spurs and the Heat. That's Sean Devaney, NBA writer for the Sporting News. Sean, thanks for your time and enjoy covering the finals. Well, thanks for having me. We'll get David's take on the NBA finals next on the Black and Blue Report. all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. And right now, it's a lot more fun. Lotto Lanyard. Buy a $5 single draw lotto ticket. Get a raffle entry to win up to $50,000. Lotto Lanyard. A lot more cash and a lot more fun. You must be at least 21 to purchase. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand, that's the power of people. Entergy. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. All right, good stuff there from Sean Devney. Uh, he's on his way to San Antonio this afternoon. But David Wesley's decided to stick around a little bit for some more NBA Finals talk. He is our NBA Finals expert. I'm going to label you as that. So oh, wow. no pressure, pressure. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with Tim Duncan. Says there's still a bad taste in their mouth from last year. Um seems like there's a little bit of war of words. I don't know if it's too big. You know, he's saying we're coming after them. Popovich comes out and says, I like everyone. I don't. I like the Heat. LeBron thinks they don't like him. It's neither here or there. 
But this Spurs team, will we see an angrier, edgier team from the Spurs, or are we going to see a calm, cool, and collective Spurs that we normally do when the, when they come to the finals? Well, I think they, they, they already have a little bit of an edge. They've been looking forward to this game since uh, the final game last year, and, and um, but they'll know how to calm their nerves and, and get into the moment. They're, they've always been um, a really heady team where they where they just go about business. They don't overreact to certain uh, runs or, or big plays. So uh, I expect to see a lot of the same Spurs, but you certainly can hear in their voice and their talk that uh, they have not forgot last year's series. Absolutely. It was a Ray Allen shot on a – on a put, not a put back, but a little tap out to Ray Allen there. And oh, boy, heartbreaker. But we also, we asked this to Sean last segment. The Spurs' chances of winning, does it fall on the health of Tony Parker? He says 100% Tony Parker is what it's going to have to take for the Spurs to take down a heat. Do you agree with him on that? Uh, you know what? I, I'm not I'm not sure about that. Patty Mills has done a, a really good job, and they've gotten uh, some some really good play out of a lot of guys. And that's always, in my opinion, tough to beat. Uh, certainly you would like a Tony Parker. I, I like what Sean said about Tony Parker needs to win his matchup with Chalmers, but I, I think they come at you in so many ways and so many uh, options and their, their depth. I think they could probably get away with a, with a, you know, 80% Tony Parker and, and still probably uh, get this series. Keep in mind, Mono Ginobili too. That's going to be a big factor for them. If Parker, is not healthy. Besides LeBron James on the Heat side, who is going to be the biggest X factor for Miami that can make or break the series for them? I, I think this team plays well when the big three plays well. And uh, at times you can see Bosch has been kind of up and down. And, uh, you know, when they came together, the idea was somebody has to defer. I think at times Bosch defers too much. Uh, you know, if you can get him off that three point line, he's really kind of settled for that. Um, and I think it, when he plays well, this team is hard to beat. And uh, if he, you know, if he can knock down a few threes, that would be great. But if he can produce some other way and really put some some points on the board, I think that's going to be their their chance to win. Does it also help the Heat as far as the Bosch and the spacing and having that big man come up to guard Bosch? Does that help alleviate some things in the middle as far as the Heat in their offense? Well, I think I think him being out on the floor certainly spreads the floor for their drivers, LeBron and and, and D Wade. But when he when that's all you get from him is a bunch of three point shots, it, it, I think it takes away from the productivity of not only the team but Bosch himself. So. Uh, he's got to mix it up and find a way to get more around the basket and rebound the basketball and score inside. I'm sure you'll see a lot of Bosch on Tim Duncan. Uh, when it came to the Oklahoma State Thunder series, you can tell Duncan adapted to how Serge Ibaka, because Ibaka is a more athletic guy, but Duncan has the skills and the footwork to kind of avoid what Ibaka has to offer. Um, how is that going to be a huge factor as far as this series, and, and how do you guard Tim Duncan, and who does it for Miami? Well, and, and that's the that's going to be a big key. Who who guards him, Duncan? Can you guard him one on one? And I don't think the Heat have somebody who can guard him one on one. I I still think they'll throw Bosch at him. I still think they'll throw Birdman at him. Uh, I I even think that LeBron may go out there and try to body him some. Either way, you're going to have to double team him, and that's where the Spurs get really good. And that's the you know pick your poison kind of thing because when they when you start passing out of those double teams, which he does well. They move the ball as well as, or they move the ball better than anybody in this in the league. So uh, it's going to be a tough uh, matchup for uh, 
the Miami Heat trying to find out ways to stop him and, and take take away some of his effectiveness. I know we haven't seen Greg Oden as much in this series or the playoffs. He played a little bit in Game 6, but do you think we see a little bit more of him? I don't know if he's really healthy enough to play a lot, but even a few minutes out of him, is that going to really help the Heat at all? I, I think if, if some guys get in foul trouble, they might throw him out there for two or three minutes. I don't think you'll see uh, much of him, even if at all, see him because – uh, he hasn't really played all year. He's, he's been playing spotted minutes when he's played, and this is a big stage. Uh, he doesn't have the experience like uh, a lot of the guys have, and, and it, it might be more, um, you know, I, if I saw him coming, I'd be thinking, yeah, let's go at him, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's what the Spurs would do. 20-year-old at heart, but the knees of a 60-year-old. So. <laughs> and a face of a 60-year-old. <laughs> he's an old man. He does look like an old man. Yeah. Uh, all right, complete the sentence for me, and I don't want you to answer with they score more points than the other. The Spur- <laughs> Quit taking away my answers. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. Okay. <laughs> the Spurs win if? I, I think the Spurs win if they just continue to, to move the basketball and, and do the things that they've been doing up until this point. I don't think they need to change much, if anything. They, they do have to find a way to de- defend Wade and, and LeBron. But offensively, I think they – are a machine in putting the basketball where it goes, when it goes there, and and scoring it. So uh, if they can continue to do that, they win. On the flip side, Miami wins if? Um, I think it's, it goes back to uh, Bosch being um, better, uh, more consistently better, and not deferring to the point where he's non-existent. Uh, they need all three of those guys to play well, and um, and that's going to be their key to, to success in the finals. Can you imagine if Greg Oden has a ring, more rings than Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Carl Malone, <laughs> guys like that? Well, you know, it's 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 funny to say that, but you know, the, the Utah ran into Chicago. Right. They had that dominant thing. Right now, a lot of these guys like the Thunder, um, Indiana Pacers, are missing a lot of opportunities with a lot of good teams because of the Heat's dominance right now. And and every now and then you get those teams uh, kind of like the Spurs that, that, that have cost a lot of teams their, their ring. Mm-hmm. And um, it's unfortunate, but um, those guys probably look back and say if there were no Chicago Bulls, then Stockton and Malone would probably have a ring apiece. Or right. Two. Now everyone keeps talking about two, not this summer, but the free agency with LeBron Chris Bosch and all them. I mean, I'm assuming they stay together. Is there any way you think this big three breaks up anytime soon? I think it's silly that people are talking about the big three breaking up. Why would they? Right. Um, these guys have been paid a ton of money, so they wouldn't go somewhere because of money. Right. Um, they're in a great situation. Why change something that you for it for final strips right. in a row? Not four over 10 years, four in a row. It's not broken. Right. They've given themselves four chances to win an NBA title. They've won two. They're looking for their third in a row. I don't know what people are talking about. I, and they seem to be getting along. You don't hear a whole lot of fighting going on. They, they, you know, they're up and down based on, you know, Wade was in and out most of the season. Uh, guys playing, whatever. But, this is working. Right. Why? I don't understand that. So I, I've been really kind of confused on why they would talk about the big three breaking up unless somebody's bored with winning. Yeah. I, I find know. that hard to believe. I mean, I do too. <laughs> I, I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I won't believe it till I see one of those guys sign the ink is drying on another contract with another team. 
lots of money, and you live in Miami. Not the worst place in the world to live. Not bad at all. So a lot of sun, a lot of, you know, a lot of beautiful things in in, in yeah. Miami. I don't I don't know why you would change that. I don't see any of them wanting to rebuild either. Whether they talk about LeBron the Cleveland as like a not a project, but more of a well, if with these guys, they could probably win one too. Well, he's got the pieces right now to win and. All of them together, and even Bosch said, he goes, I'll take less money to stay here. I think the winning is the most important thing. So I don't see them wanting to rebuild or start over again. Well, you know what? I, I think a lot of teams and a lot of fans and everybody think they, they kind of throw this championship thing around like, well, just do this, just do that. When you figure it out, which Miami has done, yeah, San Antonio has done, why, I mean, you tweak. You don't mm-hmm. change. Yeah. And why would you want to go somewhere – and try to figure – it's not an exact science. Just no. add somebody. I mean, LeBron had some pretty decent teams and pretty decent guys around him in Cleveland. He got to the finals. He didn't win it. Now he's found out the. this is the recipe to win. He mm-hmm. has all the pieces. I would milk this until the – I mean, until the wheels come off. It's hard to say. I'm not calling him old, but he's not getting any younger. He's, he's approaching 32. So. <laughs> I mean, this is what you call your prime. This yeah. is when basketball is, is – it, it you know they talk about how it's it does it slows down uh you know it it gets it gets monotonous in a way that it's just you know you just do it in your sleep but uh yeah he's in his prime and he, think about him getting better that's crazy well nonetheless this is going to be fun uh one of the there was a billboard in San Antonio they put built for San Antonio versus bought as far as the heat. So uh, very interesting. The trash talking starts in San Antonio, not from the Spurs. Yeah. That was from uh, an advertiser in San Antonio. So built versus bought in his words start tomorrow night. NBA finals gave one, our expert David Wesley with some great analysis. And uh, how about you stick around for one more segment as you wrap up? That sounds good. All right. I'll be right here. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a few moments. Your Pelicans, led by all-star Anthony Davis, are on their way to becoming playoff contenders, and you'll want to be there to witness it. Newly released seat locations will be available for the public to check out for the first time at our Select-A-Seat event on Saturday, June 14th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center. Ticket packages start as low as $150. Visit pelicans.com or call 504-525-HOPE for more info and take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. He has as many Twitter followers as Justin Bieber. It's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Good show today. Our thanks to Sean Devaney, NBA writer for the Sporting News. He'll be in San Antonio tomorrow for Game 1. And a special thanks to David Wesley for being such a good co-host for the second stray week. Do you have a good time? I, I, I do have a good time. I yeah. enjoy doing this with you and... Uh... Look forward to the next time, weeks later. <laughs> weeks later. He's going on vacation, right? Taking yes, some time uh, off? Well, wife's birthday, our anniversary, uh, the 12th and the 16th, So, and then my basketball camp in Longview, Texas, so uh, I will be out for a while. Okay, he won't disclose his location due to the paparazzi. They're all exactly. over David all the time. So I don't, I don't need that right now. <laughs> well, enjoy, and also, how can uh, 
people follow you on Twitter, David? Senior David Wesley four, and that's uh, hit me anytime. I yeah. love I love to tweet. I don't really tweet a whole lot, but when I get stuff coming in that I like, I, I definitely will respond. You can follow me at D Salerson. You can tweet me if you want, but I don't know how interesting I am. <laughs> Not as interesting as David, but you can try. You can also follow the show at Black Blue Report. It has show lineups, some pictures, and also if you want some guest like David, uh, please let us know. Tomorrow, David's partner, Joel Myers, scheduled to come on the show and preview the NBA Finals. Again, game one tomorrow, Spurs and Heat, 8 o'clock on ABC. And on Friday, David's best friend, John DeShazer. <laughs> I don't know if he feels <laughs> the same guy. way. Yes, His guy. He will be in the hosting chair. We'll have full coverage of this week's Saints OTAs. You'll hear from some of the players and coaches as John takes the wheel on Friday. So, again, Joel Myers tomorrow. Maybe uh, even Jim Eikenhoff might make an appearance tomorrow. You never know who's going to come on to the show. And, uh, again, Friday, John DeShazer. So I hope everyone has a good West, a good, a good Wesley rest of your Wednesday. A lot of alliteration there. there go. I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.